Hey, Woodward's listeners, Kale here. We'll get you to your regularly scheduled program in a second, but first I wanted to do a little self-promotion. We're up to over 100 posts and 1,000 iTunes downloads at woodwardsdetroit.com, and we want to get a little bit bigger, but we need your help. So if you got mad writing skills and want to talk about sports and pop culture, or you got a badass idea for a podcast, send an email our way at woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. That's woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. Now let's get you back to what you came here for. He always like I don't know what it is, but it seems like he gets so excited that he like he poops normal like all the time at home. Um, but then the moment we get to the arb and he starts like you know having his fun, he just diarrhea is everywhere always. <laughs> so Kelly, when your dog has a loose stool, like what is the parameters of when you need to and when you don't need to pick it up? Uh, I don't pick it up when it's like, it's just like pure liquid. Like there's just literally, it would be. Stop. What? You asked. I know. Now it's time for Woodwards with Friends. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Hello there. Hey. Danny, hey Kelly, how's it going? Good. Good. That's it? Just good? Come on, this is the best time of the year. Is it? I, yeah, I know, Kelly, I know there's no snow outside, but October <laughs> is the best fucking month of the year. Pumpkin spice time. Pumpkin spice time. Danny, how many pumpkin spice lattes do you have today? Like three. That's it? Yeah, well, I'm trying to cut back after my diabetes diagnosis. <laughs> We're off to a happy start of the show today. I actually had a physical today, and like, I'm always worried I'm going to find out that something's really wrong with me. But um, I got out of there in like five minutes, and like the receptionist goes, well, "You that went quick," and I'm like, oh, "I'm good. like, oh, that's a good sign, right?" He's like, "Yeah." Were you like crestfallen that there wasn't something terribly wrong with you? Um, uh, no, no. I, sometimes I, I sometimes I think I might want the sympathy. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I, I'm. I'm just. I don't. No, no. Because I, I. I'm always worried that something's wrong with me. Like I, um, you know, I think something bad's gonna happen. Um, hypochondriac, you might say. Hey, welcome to Woodwards with Friends. This is a podcast we do every once in a while, where I get my uh, <coughs> friends Danny and Kelly. Um, we're old college friends from Michigan State, and we get together to uh, keep our friendship alive via podcast. And uh, we hope to keep ourselves sane in, in doing so. Um, no, but seriously, October. You guys, you guys pumped for this month? I'm, I'm loving it. I love, I love the weather. This is the best weather, I think. Yeah, no, yeah. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Danny. Kelly absolutely Sorry. disagrees, and he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, Kelly hates hate the heat. Shit. That's the one thing I know about Kelly. It's he doesn't like hot weather. Yeah. No, but he doesn't like moderate I, no, I mean, weather I, either. I, do, I mean, I'm not a like a, I'm not a fall's like biggest advocate, I guess. But I like fall, and I like the fact that it's the transition from terrible heat to winter, which is my favorite. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Fall's good. Fall's good. It's, you know, and it could snow in October. You never know. It's happened yeah. before. Oh, it happens. No, it happens. We got uh, we got we got hockey. We got football. We got the, the Oscar seasons coming up. I, we saw we're doing three movies on the film cast this week. Three movies. I saw, we, I saw The Martian, I saw The Walk, and I saw Sicario. I want to see two of those. Um, I'm going to assume you don't want to see The Walk. 
Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Did you see Man on Wire? Stupid movie. Stupid movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't. Actually, I want to see Man on Wire, though. Yeah, I actually still haven't seen it. Yeah, I would rather see the the Man on Wire. Uh, I've seen bits of it, and the little part of it that I saw, they they kind of uh, made it like a dramatization. Um, yeah. Like the whole like caper of right. this like you know. It's like an awesome. Ocean's Eleven thing. Yeah, and I I thought that was cool, so I do want to see that, but more than I want to see the movie. But I, yeah, I don't really. Uh, I don't really get why it was a movie. Well, I'll tell you, dude, the 3D is ridiculous. Like, it makes you feel like you're on top of a 110-story building. It's kind of crazy. Huh. So, I don't know. That There's be, that. It's kind of like a theme ride. I don't know. Danny, what, are you going to see any of these movies? Well, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt with the French accent really throws me off. And the squinty eyes. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Levitt, but yeah. Do you, if, you can, if you can suspend my disbelief, <laughs> get it. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a good one. Yeah, uh, I made a status that said the the other day that said the walk definitely had me on edge and no one liked it. Uh, yeah, I saw I that and I was it. like just waiting for that dislike button. Uh, um, dude, the the, uh, the Martian was good. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I want to see that. I was like, it's surprised how funny it was. I'm really excited to see like what is supposed to be a good Ridley Scott space movie again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably his best film since a while. You know what movie I liked that he really did? That I, I really liked that he did that no one ever talks about is Matchstick Man. Oh, I love that movie. I That's love great. that. That's a I funny movie, I had movie no too. idea that he did that. Yeah. Hey, speak. I just saw, before, the sh- before we started, Joseph Gordon-Levitt <coughs> posted this picture of a crying uh, shark. Um, like, it's drawn. And it's uh, on Facebook, and it says, Maybe the ocean gets its saltiness from the tears of misunderstood sharks. Hmm. Uh, Squinty-eyed French, French accent guy. Yeah. Jeez. But, um, yeah, speaking of uh, crazy stunts such as uh, tightrope walking, I, I wanted to bring this up because we talked a while back about, we had a show we were talking about, how I can't believe that gas stations don't blow up more often than they do, which is never somehow just thinking about how you know again how crazy people are and how stupid people can be and that you know gas stations are generally the most explosive business in any given town did you guys see the link <laughs> i sent you the 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 guy who uh he i i saw it last week was it the guy who who uh tried to light a spider on fire yeah so there was a spider on his gas can or his gas cap <laughs> and he thought it'd be a good idea to pull out a lighter and uh you know burn it to death and the he whole did. the whole like the whole and this happened in Centerline, Michigan, and the whole thing, the whole uh, gas station unit lit up on fire, and he's freaking out, and it's a really hilarious video. Um, did you have you seen it? I mean, yeah. I'm watching this video right now, and it seems like he was doing all the right things. <laughs> um, I would have yeah, done it any differently," said Kelly see, O'Sullivan of Celine. I don't Celine. see anything wrong with this. Have you ever yep, killed? It looks like they they t- they put the fire out too. There's no problems here. Yeah, no problems. But and I wonder. Like he, a, they used like a 3D page wipe for transition too in the video, and it's fantastic. Every part of this, even the video coverage, is amazing. You think there's a shot that the, the there's think there's a chance that the spider got away? 
Oh yeah, spider definitely <laughs> got away. That spider is probably a fake spider, but you know, this is just great that this happened. I just don't understand. Like, why did he just like push it into the like? He could have like yes. Just sorry. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching this guy. Like he's like aggressively lighting it. It's not just he's just, he's not just trying to light it. He tried to light it and it simultaneously like karate chopped this spider. So it's like, hey, I mean, I can't believe the lighter even stayed lit. Just because of it's how like, fast he, like, strikes this lighter to the gas cap. I'm all uh, about killing bugs, but this goes against, like, Geneva Convention rules of, of, you know, murdering insects. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, which are very well established. They are very well established. You can't, you, you, you don't need to burn a, a, a spider. Yeah, you don't use fire kung fu to kill insects. No, you um, save that for skunks. As Did, we learned in, uh, I don't know, some <laughs> in, Eastern in, European country in the 60s or something. Danny, did you ever... Danny, were you the kid who, like, used to burn ants? Like, very rarely, but sometimes if I'm at a campfire, you know, I would... Campfire? Throw one. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's the conventional way of burning ants. Kelly, when I asked that, what did you think? Uh, like, I know uh, what I used to do was I never did ants, but I I hate bees. Like uh, not like bumblebees. Bumblebees are cool with me because um, they're just bumble. They're but just like bumble. wasps and hornets and yellow jackets, uh, those things. It was like my mission in life as a young person. I I got a uh, bit like fifty sometimes once when I was ki- a kid, so I just hated them. Okay. Um, so I would get to badminton rackets and I would catch them on between the two badminton rackets. And then uh, we, me and a childhood friend of mine, this was like one of our, like, I, this is how bored we were. You would throw them from the, you know, clenched position between the two badminton rackets onto a pool heater. <laughs> and they would, they would just, then they'd just stick and just fry. This is why you were like, when you saw this video, you are like, yeah, I don't see what he's doing wrong. That's just how you kill insects and bugs. You know. No, but I, I he meant, didn't you guys. didn't have as many, like, you know, appendages as we did to do it, so that's why he failed, but. Didn't you guys used to, like, this is like the thing to do. You see it in the movies and, like, you try to, like, take a magnifying glass on a hot day and burn an ant. I, th- I definitely have done, I've tried that before. I don't think I ever really got it to work. Me neither. I'm, does that actually work? Uh, I think you can, yeah, I think you can do it. You have to have, like, the ant has to be, like, incapacitated, though, somehow. Because, like... Because they're an quick. Ant, ant would just, like, move out of the way. Right, as ants like, do. They I mean, would just run away. They would run. You know, they have, like, some kind of sense of self-preservation. But hey, So, Danny, you used to just toss ants onto a bonfire or something? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong well, with you? If I saw a big, a big ant, and, you know, when you buy a bonfire, a lot of times you're just kind of bored. And so I would take just take put it on a stick and like put it in the fire and see you know what its plan was of escape or you know how smart it was i, I like i could i would leave a path though i would always leave a path for an exit what do you mean if it, and if it didn't make it like i wouldn't put it in the fire i'd put it near the fire but then there'd be a route that it could take to get out of the fire so this is basically like hunger games danny Ant style, like you, you, you yeah. just want to watch yeah. them survive for your enjoyment. Is that what the Hunger Games is about? I don't even know. I've never seen it. It's um, 
think it's about some. It's like uh, right. They like. Did you ever see that movie their... uh, Battle Royale? Yes, I love Battle Royale. It's already it's like way kind of better like than a Hunger lamer Games. American version of that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. So I'm I'm kind of on point there, right? It's like about like watching kids fight each other for your entertainment. Yeah, there's no reason whatsoever for them to be doing what they're doing, yet it is violence perpetrated by adults who probably are experiencing, like, their first romantic interests, so it's, you know, and, like, they have, like, families and stuff, so it's interesting. Hmm. Families are interesting. Nah. I had a standoff with a bug on, um, on Sunday night in my room. So, uh, do you guys know what a, cr- do you guys know what a crane, uh, crane fly is? Not gonna Google it. Yeah, Google it. Google it. Crane flies are they're, they're the big. Oh yeah. They yeah, look yeah. like mosquitoes, but they're huge. They look like Daddy Longlegs yeah. oh, humped okay. a, a mosquito and made a crane fly. Yeah. What did I always called them something else? What did I? I I've heard them because I, I did research while I was in my room. Um, mosquito hawks is it like another name for it. <laughs> well, I, that's what I'm calling them now. Because I guess they eat mosquitoes, which is kind of cool. They don't harm humans and all that shit. I guess I should be quiet because it's probably still in here. It knows what I'm talking about. But so you you lost. So okay. So what happened was I noticed it in the in the bathroom, which is across the hall from my bedroom, and I you know earlier in the in the day, and I said you know what uh, I'm not gonna let you be because you're a crane fly and you're harmless. Um, I'm just gonna close my door across the hall and you're too big to get in there. You know, you, there's no way that guy's gonna slip under the crack of my door. Eight hours later, I get home. I walk in. He's buzzing around in my room. Um, so I have a thing where we talked about bugs a while ago, and I, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I'm not afraid of bugs. I'm only afraid of cockroaches. But when bugs are in my room, it's just it's not a matter of um, fright. It's just invasive. It, it, <laughs> You're right. It's rude. It's is what rude. It is. I, you know, I'm trying to sleep, and, I, you know, he's in here flapping his wings. And I don't appreciate that. And the other thing that I can't do is kill a bug in my room because, especially the, so crane flies, it's like you, if, it was it was up on a wall high, and I had I stood there for about ten minutes contemplating whether or not to hit it with a heavy magazine, and I, all I could think of was its guts are gonna fly down onto my clothes and shit, and I don't want to have to you know clean bug guts out of my clothes or my carpet or any of that stuff. So I, what I tried to do was, because crane flies are extremely um, attracted to light, I, I, t- I took about 20 minutes. I turned the lights off in my room, turned the light on in the hallway, and used my light from my phone to try to lure it out. <laughs> <laughs> to no avail. I, you know, I, sp- I literally spent, dude, like an hour on this, and I... This is where I wish that this was, like, one of those History Channel, like, you know, reenactments of, like, history kind of shows where we could, like, spend a ton of money just filming the reenactment of the <laughs> scene. Make, we can make that happen. I, here's how it not really resolved. So I, I was Googling crane flies. I'm trying to figure out what, what, I, would need, what I need to do. And I realized, I found out that they only live 24 to 48 hours. So I'm just going to wait it out? <laughs> <laughs> No, so I finally decide. I finally decide. So what I do is I, I put a, I put a, because I, I don't want again. I don't want its guts to fall on my carpet. So I put a garbage bag on the floor, and um, I throw a couple pennies at it. It's like on the wall. I throw a couple pennies at it. It doesn't move. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe maybe it died. Maybe it died. And I try to to to, to push it into a cardboard box that's like small enough for a bug. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, that was a stupid. <laughs> that's a stupid detail. I try to push it into because I think it's no, dead. It's I try necessary, to push. I, I try to push it into a box and it flies away because it's not dead. And I'm like, holy shit. Anyways, it goes behind my dresser. I have a really, really heavy dresser, and it doesn't have wheels on it or anything. I can't really move it. It goes behind my dresser. It's like an inch between the wall and the dresser, and I use my phone to like look for it, and I can't find it. So what I do is I decide, you know what? I know that you know, Mr. Crane, Fly, we've bonded, and at, at one point I was going to invite you into my bed and just let you die in peace. But you're behind the, the, you're behind the dresser. I have you trapped. So I took pieces of 8.5 by 11 paper and started dropping them in between the wall and the dresser, like a, a blitzkrieg of, uh, of, of computer paper. And um, I think I got it because I haven't seen it fly around and, you know, maybe it just died. That's it's my story. There. That's my ep yeah, that's my epic battle with Crane Fly. It's right and then the doctor you. conducting the study came into your room and probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably taking its belt off right now. Yeah. <laughs> I really I, I do think that I was talking about it. It's going to fly fly out here. That's not the weirdest. Is that weird for you guys? Is that like insane? Am I am I Yeah, am I, I think you should have like I mean you could have there's many things you could have done like saying it to sleep you know just so you'd know it was out cold or you know yeah maybe well it chopped up some uh some some some, some sort of uh like food for medication it and and feed it to it F feed it chopped up advil and see if it passes <laughs> out i don't think i can sing anything to sleep danny you know you know my my voice will uh it'll wake everything it'll probably attack me if it heard me sing <laughs> Right, Kelly? No, you have a beautiful voice. Oh. Sing that crane fly song. I just want a crane fly. Oh. And there goes our views. Oh. We don't get views, though. We're, uh, we get listeners. Somehow that wasn't the weirdest thing that happened to me this week. Um, can I tell you the story? Can I tell you a couple stories, guys? I, I, I told one. Let's just go for it. Uh, here, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you one weird story that happened to me this week. Then we'll go on to something else. Then I'm going to tell you another story that happened a couple weeks ago. Sunday morning, it's like 11.30. I hear a really loud, aggressive knock at my door. Like, really fast and, and strong. Like, a very deliberate knock at the door. And I go over there, and I open the door, and it's some 50- to 60-year-old woman I've never seen in my life. She doesn't say hi. She doesn't introduce herself. All she says is, she goes, Hi, I'm waiting for some maintenance guys, and I'm trying to kill time, and I'm a hairdresser. Would you like a haircut? Wow. Good Samaritan. I said, I was like, no. She goes, what about your roommates? I said, they're not, they're not home. No one's home. She goes, why are you so hesitant? Now, yeah, why were you Now, hesitant? But you, you should know, too, that right now I'm kind of letting it go a little bit. I, uh, my hair is, is what they would say is froey. Or um, some might say chew froey, and it's very visibly long, so it was kind of awkward because I do need a haircut. And uh, she she kind of tested me. She said she was like, "It's not your time. It's not time for a haircut yet." And I like brushed my hair, and I was like, "No." And I said, "Thanks a lot. I I don't think so." And I closed the door on her. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, but that's that's a weird, weird story. That's freaking weird, dude. Why? What is? 
What, First of all, I'll tell you, you know what, the, you know what, okay, I'm sorry, you know what the weirdest thing is? She comes up to my door and says, I'm waiting for maintenance guys. What, <laughs> at, at my house? Because if, if you're waiting for maintenance guys to come to my house, I'll wait. You know, I live here. There was like no yeah, con- How is she even going to know when they get there? I don't know. I don't even know how she knows that I have maintenance guys coming, and I don't even know I have maintenance guys coming. But it was it was bizarre because I don't, you know, I we, she didn't say like, oh, I live next door, or um, you know, I I live in Troy, and I'm waiting for maintenance guys to come to my condo, and I drove over to Ferndale to give you a haircut. That would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah, I think you should have uh, tried to flesh out some more details. Dude, I was freaked out. I was freaked out. Did you get? Do you guys, Kelly? You, you just moved into a new place. Do you get new? Do you get like? Do you get people walking around and like, knocking on your doors on Saturdays and stuff, selling AT and T or something? No, we had like, <clears throat> we did have something weird happen though. It was like, uh, we hadn't moved in yet, but like, uh, we were like, we were in the process, um, <laughs> and. Um, I was, like, taking a table out of my trunk, and out of nowhere, this guy just kind of is, like, right behind me. He's like, hey, man, like, how's it going? Um, like, that's a cool shirt. I have the same one, but the long sleeve version. <laughs> and I was just like, and then he just walked away, and that was it. And I was just like, okay. Like, see, all right. Um, and then I go back to, like, you know, reach back into my car, and I'm, like, going to pull this table out. And then all of a sudden, I hear, like, you know, some shouting down the street. And um, this guy and, like, three of his buddies are just, like, they, they're just street fighting. Like, it what? was a, quite the brutal fight. Um, Wait, did it look like, was it, like, Fight Club street fighting? Or were, like, they, you know, they were, like, in a scuffle? Like, were they, uh, did it look like well, they were upset? The, they were fighting it was just for something? Two, there were four people, and it was, like, two of the four people uh, were fighting. And the one dude threw the one dude to the ground and was just punching him in the face. Oh, that doesn't sound like Fight Club fighting. Yeah, it was just like, it was, I don't know, it was brutal. I was kind of shocked by it, and we, like, hadn't moved in yet, but we were moving our stuff in, and I was just like, like, what What are we doing? Where did we just move to? I was like, I thought, like, only old people and, like, medical students lived here. Um, And instead, there's just this full-on brawl. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and then, like, you know, after that, I've never seen anything like it since. Yeah, it's just not really like a thing we encounter. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, was probably weird. like an elaborate prank uh, by your friends. They like paid actors to do that to see if you would like last minute not move there or something. I you mean, know? someone was someone was trying to <laughs> t- to deter you. I, yeah, just like my parents are just your, like, your parents do like, it like move home, home, son. The world home, is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you have random people asking about your shirts. <laughs> when I, I went to LA a couple of weeks ago, and when I when I went, I um, I was so my friend Eric lives in like a huge like um co- apartment complex. Like they have their own zip code. It's massive, and it's you know it's a it's a gated community. And I'm walking through it. Just I'm walking to the edge of the gate a gated community, and I pass some dude who gets out of his car and he says, "Hey man," and I thought for sure he was gonna be like, "Do you know where this place is? You know how I get to this place?" Or you know he thinks I'm from LA. I said hi. He goes, hey, do you have a moment to talk about Jesus? <laughs> I said, no. And I walked <laughs> away, and then he, and he's kind of standing there, and I yelled, Jewish. <laughs> no, that's good. I had a guy, uh, well, he just handed me a, 
a pamphlet for Jehovah's Witness, yeah. you know, to become a Je- yeah. But that's that's very common. That's a classic. Yeah, they do that so yeah. often. It doesn't even. Re- I just want to hear them talk. Right. You know. Yeah, I did listen for a little while. When when salesmen come by, if I'm not that busy, I'll sit and let them do their spiel. You know. Because that shit's rough. It's annoying for us, but, like, you know, door-to-door AT&T salesmen or whatever, I mean, it's, like, how successful they can, can they be, you know? Right. <clears throat> Not very successful. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so freaking... Speaking of uh, work, so did you guys watch... Did you look at any of these things I sent you about people... I, this, this is, like, a slew in the last couple of weeks of people screwing up at work, like, that was, like, really bad? Yeah. Did you see any... Did you look at any of these? I did. They're, like, the... Uh, like the Jewish one was very shocking. Like, okay, yeah. how do you make like that is like iconic, <laughs> like that is iconic like concentration camp, uh, like Jewish symbol. It's so offensive. I don't even like. I want to be upset about it, but like, how do you do? Th- okay, so Danny, do you see this link? Uh, are you talking about the which one? So uh, WGN Huffington Post link. Uh, Yom Kippur was a couple of weeks ago, you know, like one of the yeah. the most important Jewish holidays of the year. And and WGN yeah. in Chicago, they they were doing a story about it. So of course they need a graphic. And whoever was directing this or producing this, you know, they're like, okay, we need a Jewish graphic. It's as if someone just Googled Jewish and found the first image, and it is a concentration camp Jewish star <laughs> on a concentration <laughs> camp like. Um, pattern that's like the that blue and white is what they used to wear. Right, it is like the wow. most offensive thing ever. I, I don't even like. I just you kind of have to laugh and be like, what? Like everyone recognizes what that is, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't I'm not really naive. consider myself very like you know well versed in like. I mean, like the Jewish holidays and stuff, and like you know, I probably pretty ignorant to most things in Jewish culture as a whole, but it's like that to me is just like instantaneous. Just yeah, I mean, it's, like it, that is from like the Nazis. It's like a swastika. Like you see a swastika, <laughs> right. it means one thing. Like it doesn't matter how. You have to be some sort of low educated to not <laughs> to not catch that. And my thing is like. How many people on this on this newscast set like saw this image and said nothing? <laughs> like people that are just like afraid of the person who makes the decisions. <laughs> That's probably true, actually, which is messed up. Like Danny, do you know? I mean, I, I, like I'm not trying to be naive or or like I'm not trying to assume things because I, I I know that there's probably I probably have friends that don't know what that is instantaneously. I mean, is that something that is that a logo that? Like if you were if you were TDing that, would you be like, dude? Um, it, you know, the thing that would tip me off is the stripes in the background. Right. Like if you took off, yeah. But does that just say Jew? Like Jude? Is that like Hebrew for no, Jew? It's or German. That's, it's that's German like the German Jude. version. Oh, that's German. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. I guess wow. I, I like took German. I think that might be another thing. Is right. just like the and then wow. like also in like every movie about the Nazis, it's like you hear yeah, them like I mean, calling Jewish people that. Right. So that's yeah. that's the worst of the screw ups. There's some lighter. Well, you know, it might it might not even be accidental. It could be could be just anti-Semitism. <laughs> it's like so obviously the guy who did it like knows that everyone is afraid of him to the point where they won't say anything. <laughs> yeah, he's oh god, I know. Uh, it's a Nazi. Might be a Nazi. Maybe he is. Um. All right. So, did you guys look at the other ones? Yeah. So there's these are these are a little funnier. I like the the 
other guy who screwed up at work was uh, uh, Shepard Smith on Fox. Danny, have you his seen this? His face is amazing. I just have to Dude, say that. this whole like, video, he realizes what he said right away, and it's hilarious. I actually didn't watch it. Let me, can I watch it real quick? Yeah. I don't think he realized it. I do. He looks really awkward at the end of the video. Well, yeah, like at the end, I feel like, like, yeah, maybe like, like, but like, right, he, and I feel like somebody's told him in his earpiece, like, hey, dude. <laughs> like, what? <You're> probably laughing. <laughs> I think that's kind of an honest mistake, though. I mean, that's not, I, yeah, that's not so bad. Really? It's not so bad. I didn't even know who that guy was until you told me about that link. And what, Shepard's face? But you love awesome. his face, yeah. I don't, he looks like an SNL character. Yeah, he looks kind of like a like a cartoon person was like pulled out of the television by some crazy scientist and molded into <laughs> a, a human because his features are just so crazy and like all over the place. And Danny, uh, did you did you see this? This is the the Shepard Smith. Yeah, where he says yeah, that the Mona yeah, Lisa yeah. was done by Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it is the guy has a won know, an Oscar, but he but he, but he made the most yeah. famous painting of all time. <laughs> right. Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, do you, it kind of rolls off the tongue. Either way, I'm just saying. Yeah, I think know, it, I think it's, that it's slightly honest. This is probably the most honest of the mistakes, but I think yeah. maybe the for sure the funniest for me is the, the one I sent you guys is uh, the 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 Cleveland Indians. Every time they're at, when they play at home, every time they hit a home run, the Indians <clears> they set off fireworks. So there's a guy who's paid to do this. He's paid to sit there, and every time there's a home run, he hits a button, and he's a pyrotechnic guy, and the, the fireworks go off. So during a Cleveland Indians-Royals game at, at Progressive Field in Cleveland, um, the Royals hit a home run, and he hit the fireworks. <laughs> you see his face? He's, like, hitting the top of his head in this picture. He knew right away. <laughs> So it's really awkward because the away team in this video, the away team hits a home run and fireworks go off. <laughs> uh, there's like a vine below of him. Like he puts his hat on in shame and pulls the brim down over his eyes and just looks down at the floor. <laughs> so all these just brought to mind because I've done it a lot, but do you guys have a funny screw up at work story that like, is totally embarrassing. I have tons. <laughs> I mean, I feel okay. like it's like really easy when you like you work in the movies, and I feel like just for some reason it would be really easy to do that regularly. Well, week. also, I guess I started at a young like I can't believe I was seventeen and working on Youth and Revolt because I was an idiot. Like <laughs> I was so dumb. I didn't know anything, and you know I screwed up a million times on that show. Danny, you're laughing. You got something funny. Yeah, it just, just popped into my head. This was a couple of years ago. I was doing this video for like this plastics company, and uh, we were we uh, just like like man on the street interviewed mm-hmm. uh, people, customers, and I was writing, you know, typing up lower thirds like little graphics and titles for them, and it was uh, you know Whitman I think was the name of the company like Whitman customer customer customer, and I uh, misspelled uh, customer. <laughs> I spelled a uh, cum stormer. <laughs> cum stormer. 
<laughs> and I and all of them said cum stormer and I was trying to get it out as fast <laughs> as I could. Sent <laughs> it out. It just got like Oh, I think there's sorry. Every time I think about it, sorry, I can't even keep my composure. <laughs> just the the like, you know, instant like um just my stomach was just a knots. And then Wait, I so what happened? Did you, did you edit? Did you, like, send them the video and these graphics were in? Or, like, how far did it go? It was an early round. It was a very early so round. So you did so send that? It went to somebody over there that said, can you please fix the misspelling? That's, so, <laughs> so, so did someone – did you notice it before someone brought it up? No. That's amazing. It was That's like, amazing. It, yeah, it was like uh, – <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> Just add titles for these people, and then I, like, copied it, you know, so I didn't think about it twice. I just, I typed it once, and then copied that same title and just changed the name, and then, yeah. Can I make so. one disclaimer that the, that Come Stormer cannot come up when you guys give me something to draw tonight? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that's where, I draw, that's where that. I'm drawing the line. You cannot say that. <laughs> My decision... I once, I once, on Youth Revolt, I, I remember it, so our, um, oh my god, our costume designer and our uh, extras casting person had the same first name, and I had like, you know, I, I had not worked there that long, so some random person called the office, and they asked for that first name, and of, they were like, can I get this first names person's cell phone number? And I said, oh sure, let me look at the crew list, and I found the first first name, which was the costume designer. Because C comes before extras casting. And I gave an extra, our costume designer's phone number. <laughs> and so this this random, just like random dude, like, who lives in Warren, called our costume designer, yelling at her about, you know, why it was hard for him to get to set or something about being an extra and she wasn't clear about things. So I didn't know that. And I got called. I got a call from the office from our costume designer, and she said, "Kale, why the hell are you giving out extras phone numbers to me? <laughs> you stupid idiot." <laughs> On one show, I dropped the um, I dropped the director of photography's keys down an elevator shaft. <laughs> That's good. Which isn't really like a mental mistake, but it's just embarrassing. I mean, th- that's like the same distance from my dresser to my uh, wall where the crane fly dropped, you know? It's very easy. <laughs> and somehow a set of keys got through there. Did you just like, like, what was the initial feeling like? I mean, I can kind of imagine, but was it like just denial and then ter- terror? When I dropped the keys? Yeah. No, dude. Like when you heard them go down. No, dude. My first thing was, you know, this is a few years into the peeing, and so my first thing was, I'm gonna find them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, I had that that mentality of like, you know, there's always an answer, and you know, if you've ever been in Detroit elevators, you know that there is no answer to that. I don't know where <laughs> those. It, it's just something about Detroit elevators. Every elevator is like extremely old and. The shafts are equally old, and I don't know where they go to. I think there's just like yeah. there's like an underground sewer system of just elevator shafts in Detroit, and somewhere <laughs> is laying the keys that our director of photography uh, used. Oh, so they're they're still in there? Oh, I never right? found. Them. Yeah, we had to get new ones. Oh, wow. It was terrible. I mean, no one. I mean, no one was mad at me because like, what are you gonna like? You know, 
right. what am I going to do? I, I accidentally dropped keys and they fell down an elevator shaft. Yeah. It's not like I'm just trying. Did you have to confront him or no? Um, I apologized. I don't think he cared. But oh, okay. for like That's a good. good six hours, I was really upset about it. Yeah. I dropped three floors in like in the David Stott building. It's going to be off the cuff. But. Wait, what? Like in an elevator? Like in an elevator, it just dropped. Holy crap. Like, shot down like three floors. Whoa. And then we got off on the next available floor we went from i don't remember what it was like 16 to 13 or something like that and then we got out and there was the the um stairs were locked so we had to take the elevator down <laughs> wow that's intense <laughs> yeah that's and then we got out yeah there were a bunch so then we get down to the first floor and there's a bunch of dudes like like elevator dudes and construction guys with like one guy looked like he had like a pickaxe or something and they were just like surprised to see us on it and it was like Oh, it's terrifying. That is yeah, scary. But, uh, that's never yeah. happened to me before. That's something that I'm like always expecting to happen to me when I get in an elevator and has never happened ever. And I just like sort of validates me just to hear that it's happened to someone that I know. <laughs> and that's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've heard, I know a lot of people that got stuck in elevators in Detroit for a long time. Huh. Yeah. Kelly, did you ever, you have any work screw ups that are funny or are you just perfect? <laughs> I think you are. That's the thing. No way. Um, I mean, I don't have anything really. F- I don't know. Maybe this is, I don't think it's funny, but maybe it's funny. Um, we'll, we'll find a way. <coughs> um, I used to. I worked on a golf course when I was a teenager. It was like first summer job kind of thing. Um, and I did landscaping. I like mowed the. I well, I did a lot of things, but one of the things that I did was I mowed the aprons uh, for the greens, which is like for. You know, those of you who don't play golf is like the, uh, there's like the greens, which have like extremely, uh, you know, short cut grass. And then there's the aprons, which is like, uh, the grass that's like just before, mm-hmm. um, the green, which right. is like slightly taller. Yeah. Um, and it surrounds, you know, them and it cuts off the green from the rough. Um, so I would do those and I had messed those up in the past, which I, you know, is a work screw up in itself. So I was paying extremely close attention to what I was doing because it's you know it sucks when you mess it up it's just like you know you ruin the whole hole the whole hole um, <laughs> when you do that it's just it's it's terrible um but uh I happened to be doing it uh like in the afternoon which wasn't a normal thing because like you know you when you work on a golf course you mow all the stuff and like you know do everything like cosmetically early in the morning so the people can get out there and golf right but just something had happened that you know had like you know caused us to uh you know do it in the afternoon so i was like you know really paying attention cutting this grass and i look up and there's this guy and these like to call them lawnmowers really doesn't do it justice this thing is literally it looks like those like you know droid deployer spacecraft from star wars episode 1 <laughs> like it, that's what they look like yeah um and i look up and there's a dude he's like a middle aged you know like this was like a really like you know you had to pay some untold amount of money per year for a membership of this golf course like private golf course right he's like really nice looking dressed up like middle aged guy he's like climbing up this lawn mower swinging a, like a club and he's just screaming and yelling and i can't hear anything cuz the mower's going and um i just like you know the mess up here was just that you know, I had been mowing the apron while he was trying to golf. 
And I just thought it was like kind of hilarious because he's trying to climb up this really like hard to climb, goofy like shaped lawnmower, trying to hit me with this golf club. And uh, he was trying to hit you. Yeah, he's like trying to get me. What? Um, (laughs) He's like seriously angry. Um, And the best part for me was just like I looked past him and I saw his cart, and there's just this woman sitting in the passenger seat of this golf cart and there's only one pair of clubs. And so it's like, she just came to watch this guy golf and he's just so pissed and he's trying to like, you know, get me with this golf club. And I see her and she's got these like huge sunglasses on. So I can't really see her eyes, but she is just motionless. Just like is completely calm about this whole situation. There's no (laughs) reaction. She's not like apprehensive about it. She's not trying to like get him to stop. She's not like, she doesn't think it's funny. She's just straight-faced, like, just watching, just like, yep, this is oh, exactly she's like, how I expected That's... this afternoon to play out. Right. And I just thought that was really hilarious. So, I don't know, it's just like, I don't know, I started to drive, and then he kind of fell off, and then I drove away in fear. Look, um, if, so. if, if that guy um, comes after you with a golf club because you're mowing a lawn that he wants to play on, I would never want to see what that guy would do if he saw a spider in his gas can. Yeah, I mean, well, I would, <laughs> but only on like uh, you know the season. Bring out a freaking like, flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that was that was just like a funny thing. I like I sometimes will think about that, and I'm just like thinking about. I don't think about him. I think about like the just the lady who was probably just like controlling this guy's mind. <laughs> and she's like an alien. She's like, like this. Do it. Hu- this human annoys me. Uh, like you know, whoever you are, like go murder him. It was um, it was probably Mother Earth, and she was upset that you were cutting her grass for golf. Yeah, well, at the same time, just kind of like, you know, doing like the most like like blue blood sport you could ever do. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things that I, I mean I I you know I screw up all the time. So one time I sent out like you, you in, in films you send out like a rap report at the end of the day that says what we did today and then you send out a lunch report uh, in the middle of the day at lunch and say here's what we did in the morning and at one show that was my responsibility to to send those out and um, you know this goes to everyone it goes to everyone at the studio it goes to the the producers and and whatever this email and um, I sent out the lunch report one day but in the subject line I wrote rap report and we just got, we got like 30 phone calls after that of people being like, oh my God, did we rap at noon? What's going on? Ooh. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> but that's, that, see, at? that's more of a, that's more of a, uh, a Da Vinci DiCaprio mistake there, I think, you know, that's an honest mistake. Yeah. Honest mistake. No cum but... stormer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no cum stormer rules. <laughs> uh, one time... When I first started working um, at the auto magazine that I was working at, I uh, there was a guy who I didn't I didn't know that well at the time, but he, he was like my age and he we we got along, you know. And I thought his sense of humor just wasn't what I thought it was. And I was working <laughs> late one night and uh, one evening, and I was on his computer, and I drew this really weird six-year-old type drawing in microsoft paint of me and him <laughs> holding hands in the back in, in the background was the building that we work at <laughs> and uh 
and then the son was like smiling you know it looked like a six-year-old drew it and i labeled everything like you know brad danny fun whatever and and then the whole next day he did not say anything about it at all until because i just said it as his back as desktop oh, background yeah, yeah, yeah. and so then finally he, at the end he of the thought day, you were gonna like sexually murder him and at the end of the day i was like ah do you like that uh pick your desktop background or whatever and at that point when i was asking him i saw that he had just changed it back (laughs) to whatever it was before (laughs) and he just he said yeah why did you draw that (laughs) what is wrong with you why would you do that i just had to explain like why i thought that would be something funny and it just was (laughs) that's uh, great Anyway, that's rich. So that wasn't really a mistake. Do you have any? Well, do, do you have any weird. Dunkin' Donuts stories? You used to work there in high school, right? Yeah. Did you have any? I'm trying to think. I used to work at like a. I used to work at the Jewish Center. I'm trying to think of that work. I, because I know I screwed up all the time there. I was really yeah. self conscious about it. Because like something about you know like I'm saying like high school work is always like. You, we're just so, you're so dumb when you're younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I would give people um, stuff for free a lot because I I wasn't really used to drinking coffee, and then I would drink so much coffee. It would you know like euphoria. I would just be like (laughs) bouncing off the walls in the best mood ever. It was such a good job, and then like teachers would come in uh, from high school, and I would just like not charge them at all if the manager wasn't there. And they loved that, and then I loved it because they loved it, and it was just, like, <laughs> not right. But, uh, whatever. It's good. It's good. I remember I, my actual first job was uh, I was a janitor at an um, an auto plant. I was, like, 16, and uh, there was, like, there was never enough work um, to like fill a whole day and yet my days were like you know regular eight hour work days um that's that's kind of the life isn't it uh, well yeah but this was just like blatantly so it was like i would get there and in three hours i would just be done with everything like right. they would be like you need to space it out so like you know it looks like you're working all day. <laughs> they're like they knew that there wasn't enough work to be yeah, done. yeah. um but i couldn't do that that's like not how i operate i have to like get yeah i'm the done. same way yeah. um and so I would do it every day, and I would always bring, like, a book. I, you know, I think I read more books at this job than, you know, in any other place ever, like, any school included. Um, but, like, what I would do is because they, you know, they really didn't want me to, uh, you know, just, like, slack off when there wasn't anything to do. I would, like, hide in between. Like, there's, there's an auto plant. There's all these huge machines everywhere. So there was, like, a ton of places just to hide. And, like, I took a, um, like, a a discarded like mouth or like you know it was badly made like it was a car seat it was like a captain's chair for a a minivan Mm -hmm. and i like kind of put it in this place where no one could like see me it was like the perfect crime (laughs) just like go back there and sit in this comfortable captain's chair that had like one or two defects all day no one Um, will ever know i'm reading yeah and then like one i think it was like near the end of the job of course like one day like somebody like saw me doing it and it was just like they were like hey man like you shouldn't be back there they're like you know that like you know machine is like it was like in an area where there was like uh like asbestos or something like that Uh 
And so it was just like I was like, <laughs> like you know, screw you, job. And then I just had like asbestos <laughs> exposure. <laughs> Dude, you shouldn't be reading over there. That that area will kill you. Well, yeah, I mean, like it was one of those things where it was like I was about to pull the book out or something, and then it was just like somebody sees me going back there, like, why are you going back there? And I'm just like, nothing. Um, <laughs> He's like, you're not like, sitting there reading, are you? Something you're... to clean. He's just like, you. Yeah. So. You're like, no, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm tying you my shoe I am with some my book. Kind of nerd? <laughs> okay, can I can I tell you guys the other, the, the other story that I have? Because this is yes. this is insane. All right, you brace yourselves for this. Yep. So I went to L.A. a couple weeks ago, and I had a connecting connecting flight on the way back in Chicago, and the flight from L.A. was kind of late, so I had about fifteen minutes to run to my LA flight to my Chicago flight to Detroit and I was so hungry though I had to get something and I had it was a very long day I was pooped so I go to one of these like Hudson News kiosks at the uh, um, airport in O'Hare and you know I get the classic I walk in there I get the classic bag of pretzels and a cliff bar <laughs> and I, uh, I get in line and I'm pooped I'm like and I, well I'll say that too I give this the, I give the, the bag of pretzels and the cliff bar to the um, cash register person, and she grabs them, she scans them, she says, you know, how are you doing today? I said, I'm pooped. She goes, yeah, you look really tired. I said, yeah. I said, how are you? She didn't respond. She, uh, and this, at this point, mind you too, there's people behind me in line. Yeah. I said, how are you? And she doesn't respond, and she... The, the receipt comes out. Um, she gives me uh, the receipt and the bag of pretzels. And she says, have a nice night. And I'd stop and I said, w- w- what? She goes, what's wrong? I said, uh, uh, where's my cliff bar? And I like looked at the receipt and I thought I was crazy for a second. And I, and I was like, yeah, where's my cliff bar? And I gave her the receipt. She looks at the receipt and she goes, oh, my God. And she reaches into her pocket and says, how did that get in my pocket? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome she was trying to rob me <laughs> oh someone at the airport was trying to rob me of my cliff bar which a you know why b it's the worst place in the world to try and rob someone i mean <laughs> there's security everywhere there's video cams everywhere and i was so confused i didn't know what to do would, would you guys have said something i was so tired i had to get to my flight but there's people behind me in line they must have all seen it i don't know how that played out but I was like, all right, I'm going to go. <laughs> to be honest with you, I felt really weird eating that Cliff Bar later, too. <laughs> yeah. It was in some okay. random woman's pocket. Didn't taste as much like cardboard as they always do. Hey, Cliff Bars are great. <laughs> right, Danny? <laughs> they are. Don't get me wrong. I will eat them. You know, I will eat them like as my only source of sustenance. But it is sustenance. They do not taste good. Do you ever have the white chocolate macadamia? <laughs> we have I talked do. about you know we have talked about white chocolate macadamia and Cliff Bars like eighty <laughs> times on the show. Because <laughs> they're so good. I bought the coffee, a put box them in the microwave. Them. They are awful. What? <laughs> and but Where'd no, you get I mean, those? I, and I ate the Kelly, they're our the sponsor. Box. Kelly, Kelly, they're our sponsor. Oh, I mean, Cliff Bars. And not Cliff Bars, but white chocolate macadamia. Cliff Bars. Cliff Bars cured my diabetes. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. You see that? Anyways, that's my crazy. That's my craziest story of the last few weeks. That's a good that's one. Good. I'm not. I'm. I'm right. Right. She was one. trying to steal the Cliff Bar from me. Is that correct? 
There's yeah, no other I mean, explanation. That was like, and the fact that she, like, you know, I mean, I would have just looked at you and been like, what cliff bar? And then when you would have been like, I had a cliff bar, I would have been like, no, you didn't, you crazy, tired person. <laughs> like, you can have one, go get one, but you didn't have one. And I'm like, but I already but the paid fact for that it. You no. were just like, oh, how did it end up on me? <laughs> yeah, you're right. She should have just been like, I, I should have showed her the receipt and said, like, oh, I bought one. She'd be like, no, you didn't, but you can go grab one if you want and take it for free. And I would have. <laughs> then you'd be Danny. And then I'd be Danny. No. <laughs> um, I thought in place of from Danny to Kelly this week, we could do... Um, Danny, when we did a podcast oh, like a year and a half ago, we did one podcast. We did we wanted to do hypercriticize the hits, which yep. which is you know what what I just do in my normal time all the time with friends is you know take a take a pop song from any decade and say why does this suck? Yeah. So I sent you guys the one I've been. I've been dying to talk about and and rip apart is this Fallout Boy song that's been popular for like a year or whatever, or maybe maybe not even a year. How long has this song been out? This stupid Uma Thurman song. This, so this is actually like a this is like a bona fide like rock and roll hit. Dude, this is a hit. You no, you've never heard I, this song? No, I never heard this song, and I just the video I actually loved. I I really am excited to talk about the video. <laughs> um, okay, wait a wait a second, like, wait a second though. That like Fall Out Boy proved like and they you know paid like to produce this video that proved that they're just the biggest losers ever. Okay, good. That's what we, that's what you're gonna say. And it's amazing. I'm gonna bet. It. I'm gonna bet that both of you guys were huge Fall Out Boy fans back in seventh grade. No, but I did have. I do have like kind of actually a huge amount of respect for Fall Out Boy just because I I went and saw like uh, it was like the first time Blink One Eighty Two got back together in like a decade. It was like two thousand nine or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I went and saw them at DTE and Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy opened for them. Um, and uh, the like DTE curtain fell on Fall Out Boy. And Holy shit! It's like the biggest curtain I've ever seen, too. And it was like right as they started playing, and they played through the whole process of everyone pulling this gigantic curtain off them, which took like several minutes. It took like the whole song they were playing to get this curtain off them because it was so huge. And they, they did, going. and they played through the whole thing. And it was I was like, okay, either like you know they're just like you know. They can't play their instruments, and they're just playing the CD over the speakers, or they're amazing. Um, well, I think maybe uh, the pull <laughs> from that curtain landed on their heads. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this, <laughs> because, don't, don't because wrong, this, this song this is music actually... video completely removed any respect I had. Okay, because because Kelly, here's my thing: is I was not a Fall Out, Fall Out Boy fan when I was younger, but I do have respect for them. I mean, that that emo, whatever music back in the day, whatever you want to call that, punk emo, was like that has its. It has its place in music history. Is like oh. I mean, but you say that this is a hit, though. So it's like, uh, is it? It's still a thing. I mean, I had never heard of this song, but you're saying it's like, is it like, like you know, top, 
topping the billboards or whatever? Uh, yeah, Billboard called it the, quote, best yet from their new album. Um, Music Times wrote positively about the song, stating that the rhythm and the bass line are, quote, really what shine. <laughs> Which is, is like so, as so he, close to neutral as a positive comment could be. So here's the thing. It's like, you know, Fall Out Boy, like, you think about, like, thanks for the memories and that shit is like, they were like, hard like rocking band and that's what i liked about them you know like like that's i can respect that about them it's like real music this song is so weird it samples the theme song from the monsters do you guys do you recognize that no i i did not recognize that okay so they they you know the monsters that that I'm ridiculous that i didn't recognize that. <laughs> what, what, what you're, you're well, I don't know, just for me to be able to pick out the Monsters theme song from, like, its warped, twisted Fall Out Boy version. Well, I, 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 I could do that, there would probably be so. something, like, you know... Well, that's, what, that's what's hilarious. And I like, like the Monsters. Because, like, you know, this is the song, like, now when I hear this song, it's like, Oh, do you want to dance like Uma Thurman Benedict? And I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm shopping at CVS right now. Like, that's the vision that comes to my head now when I hear the song. But, you know, I'm saying that because it's like, every time I hear the song in public, at a bar or whatever, I'm like... I've always been like, is this the Monsters theme song? Like, is Fall Out Boy, <laughs> they're singing about Uma Thurman to the Monsters theme song? Why? Why do they even need to sample the Monsters theme song? No one even knows what I, that is. I mean, aren't I they referencing, had, like, the whole, like, Pulp Fiction? John that's Travolta what I thought. Thing? Yeah, so that's like, what they're doing, but it doesn't make it less dumb. Yeah, but I like right. for me, it's like the only I, I didn't really pay too much attention to the lyrics. Honestly, I was just paying attention to the video, which is just just spectacular. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, and it seems like the the time where they say you know in the chorus, you know she wants to dance like Uma Thurman is just the only thing that connects to that. And it's like ever all like there's what what is the lyric that comes after that? It says, uh, "Bury me till I confess." <laughs> <laughs> is the next thing they say after that. That's why this song makes no sense. So yeah, it, it's I obviously referencing this, the scene. Like this Uma Thurman song, and then it's just literally they just use that as a device to like you know fuel the chorus. And there's nothing like about Uma Thurman that they're really you know referencing other than the fact that she dances. Yeah, in in that one scene in Paul Fiction, and you think that's what they're referencing. But but bassist and lyricist Pete Weitz, Pete Wentz says Wikipedia um, says. Uh, you know, they, they, they sampled the Monsters theme song, and people kept saying, oh, cool, like Quentin Tarantino, cool, when we played it. Um, we decided that we don't want to, we don't, we decided we, why don't we kind of create this world around that. He goes, to me, Uma Thurman and Winona Ryder, they were these women in pop culture who were quirky, but that made me only crush them harder. And he goes, and rather than going with the traditional Uma Thurman role, we thought a lot about Kill Bill and who her character was in that. And that's what the song is about. <laughs> but what? Like, if they're talking about that part in Kill Bill where, like, Bud um, buries her, they're not oh. trying to get a confession out of her. They're just killing her. Oh, yeah, well, that's true, right? So I there's more There's they, more things don't that don't care. make sense. She tried to kill them, so they're like, nope, we're going to kill you. Exactly, right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I, yeah. I, I feel like there's no reason to actually criticize the lyrics of this song in any kind of, like, you know way that you know makes it so that the members of Fall Out Boy have some kind of like knowledge base behind them because uh, I don't believe that's true right Danny uh, you're a musician what do you what do you take from this song well um let's take it from the top okay no I, I don't know <laughs> I think I, 
I got really excited for that. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be an educational I experience. You at like a chalkboard. Yeah, like, like, oh my god, the Danny Academia is teaching a class about a follow-up boy. No, what do you think, Danny? I'm serious. I think like like pop music today. I mean, I think it's it's based off of like catchy, unrelated th- samples, things, lyrics that just get mashed together that try to grab your attention, and that's the only chance you have at like you know connecting with a you know 14 year old girl uh, uh, you know playing candy crush or whatever but what 14 year old girl is is listening to the song and hearing the lyrics and going and she's emoting to this by going like oh yeah i want to dance like uma thurman and bury me till i confess well you don't really you don't emote to it you just want to dance you want to dance and then who's uma thurman let me figure that out let me google that <laughs> uma thurman yeah oh here's the scene Ooh, that's kind of sexy okay that's that's what I want to be like, you know. I think that's, and then they hear it at CVS, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, awesome. oh, I love this song. But it reminds me of like the Maroon Five, like moves like Jagger. Oh my, it's like yeah, that's you know, exactly. You know? No, that that's the first song I thought of. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just take this. It makes no idea, sense. Like, yeah, no one in the history right. of ever before that song said, you know, who can really dance? Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got famous. He's famous for his moves, though. That's his why he's famous. Like, that's no, I don't think so. Because Wikipedia says he's best known as lead vocalist and founding member of the Rolling Stones, not yeah, crazy right. dancer who inspired a Maroon Five song. <laughs> yeah, but his moves are are like copied and followed and well known. I shouldn't say that's what he's known for, but they're well known. Also, let's not uh, talk about Maroon Five in a negative light because I am just like. <laughs> I'm against that. I think you you do love Maroon Five, don't you? I, I honestly do. They're amazing. Um, can we talk a, about they this, have a new like, song? We, you know, we should do their. They have a new song out that I hate too. Oh my god, I'm quitting this <laughs> podcast. I want to talk about this video. Yeah. Though. So yeah, take, us, just, through, take I, us through the video, Kelly. I just have a couple of things that I just want to, you know. So the the video is like centered on this woman who is selected to be their assistant for a day, which of course they have like you know a whole day of wild zany pranks that they're gonna pull on her and yeah. like you know they're she's gonna do all this crazy amazing stuff, crazy stuff. Also yeah. kind of like you know servitude based, but like it's so <laughs> wild and crazy that it's okay that she's doing it as their slave, kind of. It's like it, it's fun indentured serving. Yeah, it's good. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, like, it's, there's it's a good. point where, and I, I mean, I think I have to start with just the fact that Follow Boy apparently communicates solely through emojis to one another over, like you know, text or whatever. Right. So they like you know, text will pop up, but no words, just only just emojis that convey what's going to happen next, you know, in the video. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the first one. Uh, is like you know it's uh we need another person to play paintball with us and um <laughs> so they take her to the paintball place where they have this whole big like you know fancy paintball place uh reserved just for them but they like you know needed her to fill out the roster or whatever and you see them shoot like one ball at each other or whatever but it was just like to me what i saw there was just like they have all this money. They're kind of in this ivory tower of fame and fortune, and we're follow boy, but yet they just have no friends to play paintball with. Yeah, so they're they're, they're <laughs> so like they pay, they pay this girl so they to like you know not even really play paintball, but just to watch them shoot them <laughs> like once, not even at a person. Um, 
And then there's another part where they go to a, a karaoke bar and they're singing their own song. They're singing their own song at karaoke. Which is just so amazing at first. No, but then they, they it's cut the biggest a, karaoke faux pas ever. I, I know it's this. It's amazing. I love it. It's so good. But they they cut to the rest of the bar, which is basically empty. And everybody yeah, watching is just not there. having a good time. Like, they're, they just don't care. And they're actually seem <laughs> kind of pissed that, that these people... It's like, actually, the guy from Follow Boy... And he's singing his own song like a total douchebag, and they're just kind of like, I would be loving it, but everyone is just pissed. Right. And that was awesome. I loved that. Um, but yeah. So then, you think this this lead singer is falling in love with this assistant? Uh, I <laughs> I didn't even take it to that. <laughs> level, but that would just be the perfect end. Um, or just can, like, can I point out something too? At two minutes and thirty nine seconds. Okay. Yes. There's just there's an algebra book and it's blurred out. Yeah, someone didn't get the, yeah. So, I, I guess, but, I mean, if you're, how do you not get secure the right, like, is it is it is it that, or is it like, we need to blur anything that's remotely intelligent in this video and just remove it? Well, no, that, that was funny, too, because, like, she's reading him this algebra book so he'll fall asleep, and I think it's awesome that they're just still in that kind of, like, mode because they're probably all, like, you know, 40 to 50 years old by now. Right. And they're, like, they're in this mode still where it's, like, anything that involves intelligence is just yeah. a total fucking snooze. Like, and I, that's so funny to me. That, that is, that's a classic, like... Like, we're not nerds, we're yeah. rock and rollers. Screw like, math, that's And that idiots. dude, too, whoever that guy is in the band, I have no idea, like, because I never, I don't think, saw, see, like, him play any kind of instrument or even like they do go on stage briefly at some point and I don't see him on stage so I don't know what he does but that guy is just ridiculous the dude with like the curly hair that like, yeah. makes her like follow him around fanning him yeah and then there's like a dude that makes her cover him in bunnies and uh, baby chickens chicks um I don't like if you think about the, the content of the, like the lyrics and the video it's so crazy to think of like a group of people getting together and coming up with this yeah no, it is, <laughs> and then it, is it, it explodes into a hit i feel like it's them coming before like you know a bunch of like old like record executives and just saying all this nonsense and the people you know there they're just like i know when to you know take a hands-off approach i'm <laughs> i didn't get here because i you know controlled every single thing right. these creative I geniuses wanted you. to do yeah, I mean, it's like some of it's just like, like, super obvious. It's almost like if they had like, like focus groups, and we're like, okay, how did the kids <laughs> respond to the baby, uh, you know, ducks? <laughs> you know? Emojis, oh, emojis. Video, okay? We need more emojis. emojis. Yeah. What's an Algebra, emoji, boobs, Frank? I don't know what an better. emoji is, but put it in the video. What about this tank at the end of this? Is this is where the payoff of this video? She's driving a tank that's got Uma spray painted all over it. Yeah. What I, the like, hell? I wonder if they, like, how did they, like, get just the right to just, like, say Uma Thurman, Uma Thurman, Uma Thurman, you know, and just take her, like, you know, name for, like, to be the, you know, anchor of this song, and they couldn't get the algebra rights. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or just the Munster sound theme. I mean, there's... there's they there's, definitely have the budget to get the, the logo of that algebra, unless, you know... That book company doesn't want to be involved with these del delinquents. Yeah, that could be true. Could be true. Mm. 
Yeah, maybe they, like, wrote it differently initially. Like, we're going to, like, you know, have a scene where she's, like, we're all diligently studying and they tried to get the rights and they're like, no way. And they're like, no, we're going to make algebra look really stupid as, like, a, <laughs> as, like, a jab to them. <laughs> oh, That's ridiculous. Wow. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> well, this this song is the worst, and I never want to hear it again. And I'm gonna hear it 18 times throughout the day tomorrow, probably. So nice. <laughs> that's what that's what I hear. That's what I hear when I hear the song. There's also just a point where like they're driving in the car, and the dude's like putting a wig on, and it's like a you think it's gonna go somewhere, but it really just I I don't think it goes anywhere. Like, he just puts a wig on in the car, and they kind of have, like, a little bonding moment where he's trying to get the wig on right. And then it's, like, next scene, he's, like, back to his regular hair. They're like, there it is. He put a wig on. And, it, yeah, it was just kind of like, I don't know. This, it, yeah, it's just a it's a That's mess. it. He it's put just a, wig a on. messy, just abomination of images put together. And I, I don't know. I loved it. Well, well um, I think that we, we've kind of beaten that to death in a good way because it needs to die. Um, okay, well, we, we like to end every show um, with Danny and Kelly uh, giving me suggestions of things that I should draw for their pleasure. Um, you guys uh, have some things in mind? Sure. Um, well, as you all know, it is uh, it's, we're fifty days away from Creed, so I think it would only be appropriate that you draw the three of us um, in the theater watching Creed. You know, getting ready to to watch Creed, and uh, there's got to be something like in our seat, something we have or are doing that fits our personality. That is so ridiculously detailed and like <laughs> I can't even draw us anyway. And you're gonna put me. Like you gotta be in the movie though. theater watching Creed, and we gotta be holding something that represents our personalities. Okay. Or doing something. No, 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 no. no. You've said it. I'm gonna draw it. Okay, I did say or doing something. Okay. You know. And yeah, we have to look like our ourselves. <sighs> you know, obviously. Yeah. Kelly, do you have something uh, easier for me? Um. Maybe. I don't know. You be the judge. Since you, I mean, I, you took Comstormer from me, which is, yeah. I will never forgive you. Um, I think that I want you to draw what um, what would be the first thing that we would have our, you know, indentured servant do on, <laughs> on her day as our slave. Like, you, Guys. Danny, and I, what would be the first thing that we were like, you gotta do this. Because you, you know, applied to the sweepstakes, and this is, you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have a heck of a day with us, lady. Oh my God! Okay, I'll do it. You know, the hardest thing about both of these is making a, a written title for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to talk with you guys. Um, you sound great. You guys, you both sound great. Um. Uh, we'll be back soon, hopefully, to chat more. 
And um, if you guys have uh, suggestions for um, games we can play from, from Danny to Kelly, or if you want songs for us to tear apart, if you got death threats, you know, email us at Woodward's Filmcast. Or so off. <laughs> That's the other podcast. Email us at WoodwardsDetroit at gmail.com. Or, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter at Woodward's uh, D-E-T. Um, Kelly, you want to take us out? Uh, yeah, that's it. That is it. We'll see you guys. Bye. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk.